Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ProTaper Kickstart Podcast. Chase Curtis here in studio with Alex Ray and Michael Antonovich on the phone. This is weird, man. Uh, really weird. <laughs> our yellow dad is on vacation in Hoiwi. So <laughs> it's just us three. Uh, Anton, I'm glad that uh, we got a hold of you. It seemed like it was a scorcher, and I actually heard a couple guys had some maybe some heat stroke issues. So, uh, yeah, how was it? Hot. Dude, it's hot. Like, that track is hot already all the time. And, A-Ray, you've been, so you can attest to this. Uh, there's no air that moves in there. It's not as bad as Bud's Creek, where Bud's Creek is really big, and there's no air that moves. But there was no breeze at all. It was, like, 85 degrees. And then with the heat index, was, like, in the low 90s. I don't know how some of the fans do it because just walking around the track, even when I'm by myself, I'm like, dude, it's hot. Yeah. But then you look around and you see that there's people that are 5, 10, 15 rows deep in like mosh pit sections around some of the track. And you oh. know it's hot there. Dude, the pits and just I'm smell like, like BO. Uh, That's what, dude, dude. It's, it's gnarly. So yeah, what a lot of people. Sweating out the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah, nuts. for sure. <laughs> so uh, if you've never been to Southwick, pretty much it's in the middle of town. It's in the middle. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in the middle of a town. Oh, okay. The, then, uh, the credential parking lot is the back lot for a high school, uh, like baseball field. Yep. No shit. Wow. Yep. So, uh, and it's surrounded by trees. There's no wind blow. So, like, no breeze comes through there. Like, nothing. And it's in a hole. So, like, whenever you get that sun just beaming down, you don't get a breeze at all. It doesn't matter if it's 70 degrees. You're still going to be feeling like there's a rag over your face. And then on top of that, it's a sand race, right? So you're just getting sand in your face. You can't yeah. breathe, and the it's just speeds are probably a little slower too. Speeds so are slower, getting, yeah. especially once it gets rougher, you know, and you get those, uh, you know, those sand rollers. Mm -hmm. So the track's just super taxing on the body. I like that track. It's actually my my favorite track, like on the circuit right now. Like I wanted to wait a little bit to retire, maybe after Southwick, because I feel like that <laughs> one would be the one that I would have fun at. But uh, that. I just didn't. <laughs> and I'm honestly like now looking at it, I'm like, I'm glad that I didn't do it because yeah. it just looked like hell, you know? And that, and that's what it seemed to be. Um, yeah. I just, so many guys with just heat exhaust. I mean, even after the first moto, you had guys skipping second practice. Yeah. I think like some of the European guys, like I, I heard maybe what, maybe it was on Twitter or I'm in a, like a fantasy league and they were talking about guys who were skipping the second practice to save themselves for the motos. The track's not much faster, so. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, I think the only person who got faster in the second practice was maybe uh, RJ. RJ, yeah, yeah, RJ, yeah. Watching, rewatching the the practice there, but, but yeah, Anton, was it? Uh, how brutal was it just throughout the day, right? Like, I mean, you see it in the morning and it's just like absolutely perfect, smooth, everything. You see Jimmy D, you know, he puts in that fast lap going, you know, quickest, which is awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Just hasn't raced in five years and he just gets the quickest time. What's and then, it? His KTM's a couple years old, yeah? It looks, yeah, I think it was the last generation okay. one. It wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't the, the new, new one. Yeah. Um, okay, so every year going into Southwick, it's like, 
did it rain leading into the race or not? Because then that changes how the whole track shapes up. You know, everybody knows it's just that sand that's on top of that hard that hard base, so then it's pretty slippery. But when it rains a lot, it does get really rough. I mean, we've seen it wash out entire sections of the track on Friday morning that they have to rebuild before Saturday morning. So this year it didn't rain. It's been it seems pretty dry up there. The sand was pretty dry, but they did a good job of keeping it wet all day. The way that it just broke down, dude, it was brutal. I mean, it was typical Southwick to see how much the lines moved around, where some of the holes were. Um, the uphill, like after the motorsport hole shot, that little rise. I how much guys would time. either move all the way to the left and then just wah, 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 like just have the bike wallow through that or then try to go to the right and then jump. I mean, the whole thing was just gnarly. You see sections in the first practice that were glass smooth and then you see the uh end of the motos the rise over there up near the pit area where it does all those switchbacks there's like that little staircase it was smooth in the morning and then it looked like pretty much exactly like seven steps up that guys were wheeling or riding the braking bumps through so it got pretty brutal um to see jimmy like you said a ray do it. I mean, that's the dream scenario for any any SC guy that's growing up riding there. You know, if you get into that first practice session and you can lay down a heater, you're the star for the day. Mm-hmm. And for Jimmy to do it, that had to feel like something out of a movie. You and know, the, five yeah. years removed, everything that he's been through, and everybody was hyped. Just just to have Jimmy come back was going to be cool. There were a lot of racers that were happy, a lot of people on the pits that are happy because Jimmy's been around through his gig at Star Racing right now. But uh, to see him you know, put the helmet back on and then go clock the quickest lap by a lot too. It wasn't like it was pretty close there. Like he was definitely the fastest of that B group. Yeah. And then, you know, set a good pace for the A group. Uh, But Jimmy had really modest expectations. He did exactly what he wanted to do. There were a lot of people that were like, oh, five, top five, top seven. And he's like, dude, if I top 15, that's going to be. Well, yeah, I mean, like he matched his best, uh, best result ever. I think he, he, you know, in outdoors and, you know, him as a privateer, I think every other year he was, he was on a, on a factory team and he got those results. So, um, but this is, this is pretty much the story every year at Southwick, right? For that lights class, because. Um, the track is smooth, you know, and the B practice is usually the first one that goes out and, and then you'll see, and then you'll see some of these factory guys who are, who are qualifying like 25 to 30, you know, and it's crazy. I think, uh, I looked at the qualifying sheet, like Braswell was way down, you know, and, and some of the good guys were way down there and, uh, shit, good, good guys like, uh, Hardy Munoz and everything didn't even make the top 36 and had to go to the race, the LCQ. I've been there. I think uh, the first year I raced uh, at Southwick, I think they had it was something with TV, right? And they had the 450s first. Anton, you remember that? Yeah, because I was getting ready to say that was when Stoli did it, and yeah. it was just unbelievable. And I was in A practice, and I had to go to the LCQ. It was like me, Tyler Bowers, like like, and Tyler Bowers was on a factory Cowie at this point. Like it was like wow. stacked. Yeah. And then I remember they graded like the first turn and then that that uh that first little like hill right mm-hmm. there that you were talking about they get all whooped out but whenever they graded the hill they just put the soft sand like oh, over the holes made holes over the <laughs> holes right and it was like still soft in the holes and dude i hit one of those holes and i got a good start i was probably like seven eight i hit one of those holes and my front end just dives dude oh. and just tucks and i eat massive shit yeah and that was my, and my day was over that was my first experience of southwick <laughs> uh. yeah yeah so but i mean i don't know i went back there i got points so <laughs> and um, jimmy's uh his lyme disease is under control it sounds like for the most part right now i think yeah, so. yeah i mean he's pretty much saying that he's got it 
cured. Wow, and that's he's awesome. He's done a lot of pretty radical therapy. He even admitted yeah. stuff that's not conventional to get it taken care of. And I even I talked to talk, talked to him about it on Friday during news break. Uh, Jimmy's been a really big advocate in the Northeast motocross community about this. Um, apparently, it affects a lot of people, particularly up there. Like the ticks mm. are pretty bad in the dense woods and stuff, so it is quite common. There are quite a few people that I know just through the industry who's like significant others or family members have had it that have had to get over it. So Jimmy's been a very good person to talk about just the difficulties of it. And uh, if you know somebody that's dealing with it, dude, talk to Dakotas. Find him on Instagram. He'll kind of help you in the right direction and tell you who can help you get it sorted out. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. 250 class from the Wick. Hey, excuse my ignorance. I've always wondered why was it? Nicknamed the Wick three three eight. There's an American Legion Hall that's at the top, and so that's the Legion Hall numbers is uh three three eight. But then it was just always Southwick. When it came back, that's when the Wick three three eight thing like uh, renamed it. Yeah, yeah, that's just like the Dude, the boys a, up there, you know. I always like the Wick. As a kid, I was always like, "Oh, Jay lost from there." All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Two fifty class though. There's I mean, like so many different directions we could go with this. I know, right? I mean, um, like, dude, watching RJ in that practice, like, I mean, he was the only one who went faster in the second practice. You're like, dude, yeah, he's a Dade City guy. He loves yeah. the sand. He's got to get this done. At least get on the podium, right? Like, this is what he needs to do. He needs to make up points on Hunter, um, which I mean, he did. Yeah. You know, granted with the circumstances that happened with Hunter in the first moto, but it's like he still left him and Deegan both left valuable points on the table. You know, um, I don't know. What happened to Deegan? I feel like Deegan had some bike issues, or not bike issues, bike setup issues. Because whenever I watch Deegan ride, right, he likes his bike stink bugged. He mm-hmm. likes his forks like pretty plush, it seems like, and he likes his rear high. But there, you notice, like, I mean, you see it with Jet's bike the last two weeks. You see it with uh, Ferrandez's bike. A lot of these guys made these changes for this race. You know, I mean, you pretty much want a stiffer fork, and you want to lower the rear to keep your front end light whenever the sand is you know, super deep, Yeah. you know, to let it glide through those, uh, those sand berms. So it doesn't just get all low in the stroke and, and just keep diving on you. So, um, it looked like he was fighting that a bit in practice. Um, I don't know if he got it figured out or not, but I mean, he managed the day. I mean, he's got the points lead. Um, it could be a bigger gap. I feel like, uh, yeah. but I don't think he, I don't think he started up there each, each moto. No. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Hunter or not Hunter, um, RJ, that was my, uh, I don't know. It's like I thought for sure that he was going to be two or three. Like I thought, like I thought the podium was going to be Vial. Okay. I mean Cooper and RJ. Really? That, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I was pretty. I was... Go ahead, Anton. No, go ahead, Chase. Go ahead. I, I just, I was with you on RJ for sure. I was. I don't know why I didn't think of Vial. Honestly, like I was so cut off guard when he was in second, and then Jay Coop made that mistake. But um, props to him, dude. And I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about him more later. But dude, his start second moto was cl- unreal. I think Posty got Posty it on got video. a clip, and it's ridiculous. Oh, my if you guys gosh. haven't seen it, like either Posty's gonna post it on his Instagram. Oh, maybe. he did. He posted it today. Okay, yeah, it's it's unreal. And like, is that just like all the confidence from Moto One? He's just maybe he maybe he heard the gate drop because he's right next to the box i don't know what happened but dude he was going before the gate like yeah the gate wasn't even dropping yet and he was already over it yeah (laughs) like 
It was nutty. That was probably the best timing anyone could have. I mean, he's he's had great starts in MXGPs, and I and I feel like maybe he's starting to get a little bit of more confidence, like he had in the GPs. You know, after yeah. last weekend, you know that second moto, and then and then now this week, you know, doing so well and getting the overall, maybe that's just a yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the confidence. And with confidence is coming that reaction time. Maybe he felt a little bit out of place these first few races, you know, coming off of Supercross and then he feeling out of place, not really knowing. But here he feels like maybe it's a sand track. He can lay it out. He can he can ride like he knows he can, I guess, because yeah. it's a sand track. Not a lot of big jumps, nothing like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was awesome to see. I think he rode amazing. Um and for a French guy to come over and with the weather being the way it was and seeing so many people drop they like they did in the first and second motos, I think he held himself together. I mean, he has been staying in Florida. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm assuming he's acclimated to it. But also, you got to think, too, like whenever you're in Florida every day, you're sweating. Your body's getting mm-hmm. more drained. You know, like you're you're wearing yourself down every day at Alden's, you know, yeah. and... and and sometimes that that may catch up to you, and it, and and maybe he it hasn't yet, and maybe they have a handle on it, maybe they have a good procedure on it, but uh, but yeah, I think it, it's cool to see um, how well he did with the elements of the weather, and you know, yeah, yeah. I talked to him a little bit at Hangtown, and I mean, Hangtown was probably nowhere near as hot as it was this past weekend, but even at Hangtown, like us in Southern California, we've had such cold weather this year i think all of us were kind of caught off guard with how hot it was up there and i talked to vial after the race and i was like hey how how was the heat and he's like oh nothing compared to outens so oh wow yeah, he, yeah. he's i was smoked at hang down <laughs> dude because like i mean like you said it, it's it's still not even that hot it's no. not like how it usually is like 100 110 every single day it was like 83 when we left paul yesterday right and yeah. we're we left at like prime two. or yeah. i left at like two yeah Dang, I stayed and talked to the keepers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no, I was out of there. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I was smoked after Hangtown. But yeah, like it's good to see like some of these guys um, coming from Europe and 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 you know like uh, just doing well. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, on the Vial thing, we talked and how was your weekend? And he had pretty much said that this is where he expected himself to be at some point this year. Like, he, he figured a race win, a moto win was coming. This is about perfect timing to hit the halfway point. And I think some of the next tracks that are coming up, like, okay, if he did well at, on a sandy track like Southwick this weekend, okay, well, you're going to Millville now, so carry that momentum into there because it's pretty sandy there. And he'll probably do very well because it's even a little bit more flowy. It's not as compact. Mm-hmm. Um and then you have Unadilla, the ultimate Euro track. I don't know, man. Know. I don't know. Millville's fucking tight in some really? areas. Yes, Millville is tight. It's tight in some areas and it's narrow. Back there in the back, like going up, yeah. down, up, down, up, down. It's just like, son of a bitch, dude. Give me like a straightaway. Huh. All right. You know what yeah, I mean? I get, okay. I get that, especially when you come down. Yeah, from the when you get to the bottom of Mount Martin until you hit the finish line, it's just switchbacks. Oh, yeah. Way. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was more meaning like from the start, from the mechanics area all the way until Mount Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty open, you mm-hmm. know, but then you are right. Cause it is narrow. Cause the lines do intersect a lot off those inside outside rollers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, on the Vial thing, though, I think being in Florida is definitely helping him. He's 22, so I don't think that he's been zapped just yet. Like, he's yeah. kind of in the prime of it. I think maybe a couple years in Florida, and then, you know, you've been doing it forever. Maybe that's when it does catch up to you. But if he's fresh, he's got Marvin there that's telling him how to stay on it all the time. I think, yeah, this is going to get pretty good. He could be a big X factor as this goes on. Yeah. What you said about Hayden, um, they had kind of made it clear going into the weekend this might not be his best track. You know, he has ridden there before. This is where kind of the whole Loretta's bike claim bullshit started with him and that kid last year was at a Loretta's <laughs> qualifier at Southwick. So I was like, okay, Hayden knows the track. Um, but it seemed like he wasn't like on it and so for them to be like okay this is going to be a maintenance day for him to come out with the championship lead on a day that you didn't think it was going to go that way just goes to show how they got to drop the gate for every moto you know because i think a lot of people thought that hunter would just be killing it even though he was coming into it hurt um but i think like going forward for hayden this one's going to get interesting now that he has the red plate he's talking about how he's going to be more feisty and more aggressive and he's going to put up the fight and everything with it. And so for guys like RJ, they're going to see themselves in it. Justin Cooper that knows this is his shot to really make a run at a 250 title. These next few races are going to get good. And Tom could be a very big variable in that that we never expected. Totally. Do you think now, I mean, I, I assume that like Hayden sort of been on the offense. Do you think he goes a little bit on the defense a little bit now? Like, or, or is he still like, Hey, I'm, I'm fighting like not. So, giving an okay. Inch. So I rewatched like two fifty moto one today and him and Hunter are with each other right at the very start. And when they go through that big sweeper section in the back before the finish line, Hunter's on the inside, Hayden's on the outside and Hunter just passes him. And there was no like back and forth, this or that. That was pretty much, all that you saw of those two guys together in that moto. So that's the only guy that he's got to really get into it about, like was worried about going into that one. But now with so many guys that are now in contention and him now having the target on his back with the red plate, I think like you really see how gnarly Hayden is in the next few weeks. I don't think he like backs it down. I think he gets even gnarlier. I think Millville is going to be a good track for him. Yeah. 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 I think Millville and Unadilla will be very good tracks for him. Um, uh, so is this two years in a row that Hunter's had bike issues here? Mm. Was it last year? I thought I mean, last I know, year he uh, just got into it with Styles there. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone he... had a bike issue there last Jet year. Jet had a bike issue at Redbud last year. Redbud last year. That's what it was. Yep. That was what it was. was yeah. it, do you think it was just overheating or, or like what, what was the issue? Did he get radiator busted or something or? He didn't go down. The way it was steaming a lot. I mean, that was a lot of steam coming yeah. out of it. I mean, yeah, it's late in the moto, so I don't know if uh, a lot of bikes were smoking. Something got blocked up, or or if it just like popped a hose, or what. You got to think too with his rib injury. Like, I don't think the guy was pushing it. I think. I mean, I mean, sure, he's going. Fast, I don't know. But... I don't know, dude. He made a lot of ground up there in the middle of that moto to he go did. from like mm. seventh, eighth to get up to where he was, uh, okay. and then for it to go two laps two laps in like when he got off the bike he didn't he looked like damn i just did all this energy and now it's over for nothing like two laps from the finish line and it sucks too because they passed so far forward but he didn't pass far enough forward to even stay in the points like three more passes on lappers and he would have been fine i think yeah that's dang hate to see it yeah i mean it's a bummer what's the point seven now and then how much how much is rj back i thought it was five 
Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. All right. So <clears throat> Hayden is at 218. Hunter is at 213. RJ is at 205. Mm. Joe is at 198. And then Justin Cooper, the last top five position, is at 196. But then Levi in, uh, or is in fifth. But then Levi in fifth, uh, he's not super far out of it. He's at 182. And then Vial's got 179. So, I mean, that's going to be a big swing in points. That's almost, you know, more than 25 points there mm-hmm. back to some of those guys. But it's enough that when you start taking two, three, four points away from each other, that math is going to get super interesting. I, I'm just I'm just super glad that we have the 250 class. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it has so much variety, you know, of winners. I mean, how many different winners have we had? We have Hunter. We have Hayden. We have Vial. We have Joe. We have Kitchen. We have Jaycoop. RJ. We have RJ. Like, all of these different winners. Like, it, yeah. it's great, you know, to have this 250. Because, I mean, the 450 class, I mean, pretty much the race is for second and third. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, the, the top seven guys have all won motos at one point in this summer, you know, and obviously some more than others. You know, Hunter's got five, RJ's got two, everybody else has one. But those are the guys that you know are going to be hunting for the top points positions in this thing. Like, it is going to get very dicey between them, and every every pass is going to start mattering soon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you guys got to think RJ's like, I'm in this now, right? Like, he's... He's oh, 100%. Yeah, good. there's blood in the water for sure. <sighs> and he want you, dude, you know that he wants to beat Hayden. Yeah. Because I mean, they're they're in that race for the, you know, for the MXDN and yeah. you know that <clears throat> RJ wants to go. Yeah. You know. Uh, they both do. Mhm. So, you know. Mhm. I would think even that RJ could move keep up his spot. 450? Yeah, with a 450 because yeah. Yeah. Uh, with all the with all that stuff that's kind of going on right now on this team, that might be RJ's best bet. We know he rides a 450 well, and, yeah. and with the track that they're going to, a 450 would be good there. Yeah, and then and then too, that uh, Roger being the the team manager for the team is it it helps a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think about Joe? That came out of nowhere. <laughs> what did he get first motor? Like seventh, eighth? God. Anton, you I have it pulled it up. Sixth. Sixth. I'm pulling it up. Uh, yeah, six one. Yeah, six one. Yeah. I mean, did they find something with the bike? Um, did he just get a better start the second moto? I mean, I know he was, he started up there. I mean, what? But what is it though? Like, it hasn't seemed like he's been the Joe that he's been in the past, right? I think it was a week in Michigan with Nick Way. Mm-hmm. It, it might have been. It might have been. Do you think no, that? For real, you, I think so. Yeah. Do you think that maybe that they they got lost like before this? Did they get lost in a setting? Did they yeah. or what? Because I mean, he's been on the same bike for the last. Two two years, right? Well, like, they did get a new motor this year. I think they did get a new engine. Yep, that so, does. Yeah, that was just a that, change. That was within the first couple races. Yeah, right. that does change a little bit of the chassis wise and everything. Uh, maybe maybe that has an effect off the start. Um, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I've I've expected him to be a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, that second moto was very very impressive. <clears throat> yeah, I almost wonder if some of it's just like they've been so focused this whole outdoor season on testing with the bike and kind of trying to fix some of the rigidity issues they're having mm-hmm. that maybe just this week, Nick and him just did motos like no testing. And maybe that's what he needed. He just needed to stop searching and just ride the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and, hold on. How, how new is this 250 F? Dude, I don't know. Cause I just heard it was a new engine. Um, well, because I remember me and Forkner talking about it because like, 
he said it at Anaheim one when we we were talking. He's like, yeah. you know, just when you get everything dialed in on one bike, they give you a new one, and then you got to restart the whole process. All so, right. Yeah. So 2019 was the first year of the 450. So yeah, they've had this. Well, they've had this since 2020. So I think they just I think they found something with the motor that they can do before Supercross this season. Oh gosh. I think they they added on. It's not a whole new motor, but they added on. They found something. And where it makes more power before Supercross, because I think before Supercross they were doing a lot of testing. And I talked uh, to Adam, or not, uh, I talked to Forkner a little bit about the engine. He's like, dude, the thing is so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He they, said it's um, like almost too fast. Mm-hmm. I think they Super were Cup. all really stoked on the motor Supercross, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they got another setting before outdoors, or if maybe there's just things about it that work better for tighter tracks than mm-hmm. outdoors. But it's just weird because. I hear about this new engine they got, but yet all the struggles I've been hearing about are have to do with chassis stuff, which rigidity. Yeah. 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 So, and you know, you see under there, like everyone's on a fat bar now, Uh, Yeah, but it's good to see, um, a team like that. Who's had like the same stuff over the years, actually make changes and, and to maybe like broaden the horizon of like, um, I guess will, of to change the bike, you know, for the rider, you know, it's, it's not as much like, Hey, here's a bike. It's good. Go race it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so they're, they're taking the right, um, procedures, I guess, to, to make the bike better. I know Dave Cruz is over there now, which is awesome. Um, he's a great suspension tech, um, really good friends with him. Um, I worked with him a little bit whenever I was in Melbourne last year with Showa, uh, on the Suzuki. Um, he's a really smart guy. I know he knows what he's talking about. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they hired him on over there. So, but yeah, I, I don't really know um, what they have going on. I mean, I'm sure the bike is is great, but um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like some of the guys are having some issues. Uh, did uh, did Jet Reynolds finish either moto this weekend? Dude, I don't think so. Damn, yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I didn't either. It's been a rough go. I mean, uh, yeah, it's been definitely. I mean, he, he. There's no way he has anything for next year, does it? Is it? I think he does. He does. I think he does. Yeah. Like maybe like something like Club MX or something like that. I thought he had another year with PC. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe but I thought I thought next year maybe be Kitchen, uh, McAdoo, and is the Ryder D thing one. uh no more? Is, or is he still right, going? No, Ryder D's going to Gas Gas. Gas Gas. Okay. Yeah, he's going to Gas Gas. Hey, yeah. did you guys see that crazy post the other day about Hayden going to Gas Gas? No. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doggers. What was that about? <laughs> Did Coach uh, post it? I don't know. <laughs> no, Dogger posted it, and then Dahmer sent it to me. Yeah. And Dahmer's like, ask about it for your news break. And I was just like, dude, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about this one. And I did talk to Duff about it, though. And Hayden has a five-year contract. That's so what I that told Dahmer, yeah. locked in. <laughs> yeah, he's locked. We ain't going to see him on a different bike, if ever, till 40s. I think, honestly, like, no one Dogger. He's just probably starting trying to start some shit. Like all the other like crazy stuff that like is being said lately. Like, yeah, man, let the whole AMA Hall of Fame inductee like throw a bone out there. It's funny. Yeah. There yeah. You go. yeah. Crazy man. Anyone else surprising in the two fifty class? Mm. Letdowns. Um When do we see Pierce Brown back? Was Pierce Brown back? Dude, I thought he was back this week. I don't know. He's supposed to be back he, uh maybe next week. Okay. The bike was under the truck and everything like that. And then Caden will probably finish off the year, like just might as well. Yeah. Um I dude, heard he had a hammocker. I think ripped. they said something on the pulp show or something. He has a maybe a knee problem. I who's that? 
Caden, Caden, Caden. But he looked fine this weekend. He got like 10th or 11th overall. So I don't know. Mm, okay. Yeah, he he made a lot of progress um, this week, and like, dude, Caden's such a good interview, and that kid just tells you like oh everything that happened. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to watch him and then Daxton go at it in one of the motos <laughs> was awesome because you're just like, all right, dude, this is this is the next generation. This is where they're at. Like, yeah. they're going at it for for points in the top fifteen. Like that's that's what it takes right now, you know. And it's no big. It's no knock against anybody. That's just how deep this field is because there's five guys going for the championship now. Yeah. You know? uh, I would say, I think Seth Hamaker is ripping. Agreed. Yeah. Oh that my kid God. is, is so, so underrated. Mm-hmm. Underrated. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I had said it last year, uh, you know, that I thought he was going to be really good in Supercross this year and then he didn't get to ride at all because of that wrist injury. But dude, he is a, he's just an animal. Like, yeah. he right. just does the laps. It never really seems sketchy. He does power it down sometimes and like gets loose, but that kid just does the work. Dude, yeah, and and there's no denying it either. And for him to be hurt, you know, the season's already started. Everyone knows where they're at already. And to, for the gate to drop and him to just be like, "All right, screw you guys. I'm starting up front. And I'm going to yeah, stay here." It's pretty crazy. Seth Hamaker, I, dude, he's he's like probably the most underrated guy out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's super nice kid, super quiet, just chills, sticks to his deal, and just goes for it. You know, and that's, dude, I don't know. I have the utmost respect for Seth Hamaker, dude. That kid, that kid's ripping right now. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Anything else to you guys? Mm. Mm. Trying to ta- think. Well, I wonder what. Should I look at my fantasy team and and then... no, there was <laughs> was there more. Um, like one-off guys, like foreigners in 250 class or 450 class? I think it was mainly 450 class. Mostly 450 okay. class, but there's a lot of locals in the 250 class. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of guys I didn't know. They were all from the B practice <laughs> too, right? <laughs> yeah, quite a few of them. Like Josh Toth, GNCC racer from up there. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see him go out there. Probably the only guy that races off-road in seven-year. Um, oh, I picked that tape yeah. guy in in uh, in fantasy, but they had Aaron Tanti is his name oh, on yeah, the yeah, broadcast. Yeah. That's not Aaron Tanti. They also no. had Hayden Deegan as the points leader on a Honda. I don't know if you guys saw that, but <laughs> dude, you know what's funny? So like last week at Redbud, um, first two fifty moto, first lap, I'm standing there by the finish line, and him and Hunter come by, and they're one two, and his front number plate had already been kind of roosted. But you could see on the outline where the red was. And I was like, damn, dude, did they already throw a lot of red on Hayden's like front number plate? Like, that is a bold move. And then it took me like two laps to notice that it was just the outline details. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, dog. Like, they were really like yeah. doing it. And well, for I mean, him to you made the comment that Duff was going to have the red plate for second moto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could they have done that, you think? No, they no. can't do that. No, yeah. they can't do that. Okay. Um, but even, dude, like, even for Duff, Duff and I were talking for. How was your news break on Friday? And like, tight to see Duff do it. You know, he's been here all the time. He's done it with so many different guys and everything like that. So to see a guy like Duff that's been at it, you know, in his mid 30s and stacking some results up right now and having fun is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. To I wonder see. how much money he's making from his OnlyFans. Thing. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not, it's bad. not bad. No, Dude. his Instagram subscribers, like everything, like it's not bad. That's I can insane. tell you that it's not bad. Good for him. Um, you know, yeah, and and not just Hayden, like you like you were saying, Duff. Like I remember, whenever I moved to club, um, I think he had just got the job with JB. You know, I mean, it, he's worked for Moto Concepts. You know, he went with JB to. You know, he was at, with JB at BTO. Uh, you know, like. Yeah, just seeing him come up through and and the stuff that he's learned and you know everything. Like I mean, he's just it's just awesome to see. 
Yeah, me and Duff, uh, the first year I went to Australia, when he was working with JB for your Reeves team, uh, shared a hotel room. Had some and fun, like, didn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, Duff had a good time in Australia. <laughs> there you go. He, <laughs> but, like, yeah, you know, he's been around forever, and it's for all of these guys. It's cool to see the mechanics have some success right now, especially some guys that have been around here forever. Uh, and everybody seems psyched for each other. You know, it, it's a cool little group that's out there right now. Um that's going for even some of the pit board messages are funny out there because oh my god like Hayden, Hayden and Hunters Hayden and Hunters uh messages are like referring to each other during the moto so you can tell that they both want to beat each other the mechanics know it like everybody's in on everything yeah all right should we just go to the 450 class yeah if there's nothing else we'll take hey a so before break. we yeah you want to take a quick break um but how what was with the weather before the second moto yeah it started raining right uh started raining so <clears> yeah there was a chance of rain all all day and it was supposed to start really around two which would have been pretty much middle of those motos yeah and then it came in and thank god it did because it cooled down about a good eight degrees but that really wasn't enough. It just was enough to kind of stress you out and think you had to put a rain jacket on or cover your <laughs> camera up. But then, um, so then the race got over, did how was your weekend, did the media scrum, like was hanging out in the pits, talking to some people. And then there was some thunder that started. So I packed myself up. It was time to go anyway and left. I got like two miles away from the track and it was raining so hard. I couldn't see the end of my hood in the rental car, oh, wow. but then I guess it never rained that hard at the track there. So we got pretty lucky that we avoided that. But then, uh, there had to be some like pretty tough weather in the area because JT said on the Matha show that the lightning affected their audio stuff, I guess. So oh, really? I was, yeah, I was keeping an eye cause the clouds did really get dark pretty quick. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, Bing, the, yeah. it looked like all of a sudden it looked like it was a different day at racing because it was dark on the yeah. TV and all that. Being yeah. in the middle of town, was, was the Wi-Fi good at the at the track? Yeah, it was okay. Oh, okay, so like, it wasn't like High Point, freaking hills have eyes, oh, fucking middle of nowhere? <laughs> no, 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 no. This week, the next one's just as bad. <laughs> really? Uh, Millville might be worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hear this place is like far from. Yeah, they should just have the media yeah. tent and freaking I wanna go Martin's so house. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't they, why don't they just use like house wi-fi or something uh amart said that they they got a new tower nearby so it should be better hmm. but yeah it's it's pretty bad out there that's like the hardest one even if you don't know where you're going and then your gps cuts out out there you could really get uh back like backwards pretty quick that's scary. you know what sucks i've had a fl i have a flight booked for this past weekend <laughs> southwick and then millville this weekend they're non-refundable oh so like I mean I can't just do anything. What do you mean? With them. I mean they're just you not. You can't turn them into a flight credit. No, not on no. spirit, dude. Well, no, like I I booked like, well this last weekend it was American. I called them and it was like a whole deal. Like I don't know. I have status with American too, and they for some reason the guy I got like I don't know he was he was shit. But anyways, American sucks. And then this weekend it's like Sun Country on the way there, and then Delta on the way back. But it's like basic basic economy for Delta, and oh, it's like a red okay. eye and shit. And I'm like, yeah. and I don't have any status with Delta, so. I don't know. I was going to go because there's a golf course that's super like decent <laughs> right next to the track. The one that's right next to the track <clears throat> yep. that has the fish fry every Friday? Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. So I was going to go there and go golfing, but I'm not. Uh, this is actually going to be my first um, weekend uh, with my fiance Sam. She gets back today. I got to go pick her up in the airport, so it's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's freaking, yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to lock the doors. It's going to be great. <laughs> Is Taco Bell still gonna be in Australia? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. House to ourselves. Need some dog sitters. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be watching it on what we're doing. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll do a commercial break and we'll come back with 450 Talk. SV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on the fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y handle tools, and more. ASV is also distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, what's up guys? It's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna and I've been training harder than ever and I've been using Guiltless Food Company for my performance on my motorcycle. And it's been doing a phenomenal job. I've been with these guys for the last four years and I get meals every week and it's just easy for, for me to come in on a hard day's riding, throw it in the microwave and my meals are ready to go. And it's fit ready meals provided for me. You can sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local Temecula store and get your meals in person. Set yourself up for an easy win by going to Guiltless Food Co. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Alright guys, welcome back to the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. Before we talk 450s, we got our uh, Race Tech read. Why don't we just wing it? Wing, like talk? The, yeah, the Race Tech read. Why don't we just wing All right. it? Sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just wing it? That's what I'm saying. There's so many amazing people over okay. at Racetech. There are. You know, yeah. you got Rob Brown, you got Checkers, you mm -hmm. got um, Andrew, mm -hmm. you know, over at there doing the engines. 
like whenever you walk into race tech right i mean it's just state-of-the-art technology yeah. everywhere so state-of-the-art that they teach classes they like yeah legit I mean, dude, invite people in seminars, there to learn yeah. seminars and and not just you don't have to be in southern california to get your suspension revalved they have you know race tech pretty much anywhere you anywhere you want to live i'm pretty sure there's a race tech pop up somewhere within like 60 miles i bet exactly yeah. exactly you know like and the work that they do i mean look all you guys on the east coast you know maybe maybe not the west coast because you know i mean it's pretty you know i guess dry out here but every single one of you guys that are doing the gnccs or doing you know the mid-south or any type of wood race i know your fork seals are leaking <laughs> yes. you know what i mean <laughs> I, I i've seen the oil you know i've seen it all over your dude just just I don't know. Get some new forks. Even if they're not, service them. Yes. Your suspension will work wonders better if you just service it like every... Oh, my God. What do you think? Like 12 hours, 15 hours? 20 hours. 20 hours. 20 hours, yeah. And, dude, I'm and I'm going to say this. I've had engines. I've had suspension from pretty much anyone under the sun, right? It hasn't always gone great. I've, I've, I'm pretty you sure a lot of my listeners... Or a lot of our listeners have seen me push my bike off at, at some point of the track. Mm-hmm. I went a whole year on my race tech Honda and no issues. I mean, what is what does that say? I mean, that's that says a lot yep. about you know Andrew over there. I mean, dude, they do so much good work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great, and they got Harley shit too. Dude, and my vintage. Harley, my Harley rode so good. In R. fact, R. the the guy that bought it sends me a picture <laughs> every damn weekend, saying, "Dude, loving it." Yeah, I'm borderline gonna block you, dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, awesome work, fast work too. <laughs> that race tech read also says that they work with factory teams, but they signed an NDA, so they can't talk about it. Mm-mm, they won't. I don't know which one it is, but there, there's one of them out there for sure. At least one, probably. Yeah, it might be more. What do you think, Anton? Okay, so you know, as we talked about so many times, uh, you mentioned the seminars. Yeah, there's two coming up this year. Uh, they're both in November uh, in Corona, California. The engine Ooh. seminar is a two-day class. That'll be eight hundred dollars. Uh, that's November eighteenth and nineteenth. That's a steal. And if you want to think about how much money that you could make if you took that and then started your own business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Even, dude, even if you just learned how to just do top ends or valves and cams and all that stuff for people in your area, like that's a huge, that's a huge deal. Right. And I mean, if you're really trying to be a mechanic and you want to take it to another level. You always still got to invest. And then for the suspension theory class, that's $609. Oh, steal. And, and that is, uh, that's pretty advanced, though. Those go for a couple days. The theory class is the 11th and 12th of November. You can learn shop skills on the 13th and 14th. They'll cut you loose on the suspension dyno the 15th. And then the advanced testing is uh, the 16th and 17th. But so they got that. Uh, those are all pretty different. Like one's three hundred dollars, one's six hundred and nine dollars, all that. But they have that suspension bible that we talked about a bunch of times. Yeah. I'd like to read that because, like, okay, I've been around motorcycles forever. I don't know anything about suspension. I just like, Sorry. yeah, dude, comes up and down, like tight. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> and uh, I was telling somebody this weekend the reason that I like my YZ two fifty so much is because that Kayaba fork has been talked about for twenty years now at how good it is. But I'd like to know more about it. So I'd like to get that book. Maybe every week we uh, learn something from it and talk about that on the podcast too. Have like okay. a little little yeah. book book study, race tech book study. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, and then too, like think about it. You know, I get all these messages on Facebook, Instagram, everything. Like, hey, like I'm a yeah, I got a Facebook. I didn't know that. I got two of them: oh. fan page and a regular page. Fucking fan page. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! All right, but no, like think no, about. Hey, Ray, I love it. Hey, Ray, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but think no, about dude, it. I was thinking about it. T- Sorry. I was thinking about you today, even like Paris Supercross last year. How popular you are and like where the dirt bike took you even in the last four years. Like unbelievable, dude. No, like like no matter so what surreal. the result, like just just think about like. You did the damn thing. Yeah. Right. You should have <laughs> seen the guys yesterday coming up to him at the track. There was oh, one guy who was grinning ear to ear. I thought he was like your friend. Yeah. And he's talking about how much he, he knows your brother and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. This guy, <laughs> guy told me that Brandon Ray was my brother. I'm like, hey, man, no. No. I don't, 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 take that back. <laughs> but but how many... Like, I mean, I know... I'm sure, Anton and, and Chase, you, you've gotten like the, the messages. How do I get into the sport? How do I do yeah. this? Like, how do I become a mechanic? Maybe that's not the answer. Maybe it's like, hey, go to one of these race tech seminars... Start a suspension company, you know, branch out a little bit, start networking, and then and then maybe boom, you're you're in the sport yeah. like that. Maybe do something of of that nature. I mean, I mean, look at like some of the guys that have raced and who are doing it now. I mean, you got Chris Blos, mm-hmm. um, you know, over there in Arizona. He's doing his own suspension. Um, he's been a part of the Race Tech family for years, and then as well as Ben Lemay in Colorado. Yeah, look at Lemay, dude. You know, Lemay, he's doing the suspension and engines. Yeah, yeah. So. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that's that's really cool. Yeah, my my buddy Benson, I grew up with. He's a uh, he worked like part time with a suspension company that's not around anymore out here, and he wants to get back into it. And we were talking the other day, and I'm like, dude, go to one of the seminars. Yeah, because he didn't, he doesn't feel like he learned enough working where he did, and learn, and then get back into it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I rode for a team, uh, BWR Engines, out mm-hmm. of Illinois. I mean, they were a race tech center as well they did uh their own engines and then they did they did suspension as well i think they do your brother's stuff if i'm not wrong i think they do his motors <laughs> they do his motors? i think so yeah at least i don't think to. so all right well sorry <laughs> all right 450 class yep 450 class anton is it is it kind of boring like being there every week like do you Honestly, get a false no, dude no no okay no because i like look i'm not trying to be like you know, riding anybody's jock or anything like that. But uh, it is entertaining as hell to see what he's going to do. Like, it it really is. So honestly, it's like poetry. Uh, And yeah, I will say this. Like, everyone who buys a ticket there, they are seeing greatness happen. Yeah. The way that he floats around the track, he, I, Jet, everyone knows who I'm Dude, talking I about. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's like he's just riding on a cloud. Yeah. It, it's unbe- like, okay, somebody was asking me, Anthony, my friend that works at Dunlop, was talking, and he's like, you know, when you when you were riding, did you learn a lot about seeing all these guys up close and everything? And I'm like, no, because they all go so fast, it just looks like it's un, un- poss- it's impossible to do. Like, I can't, you just hammer it, right? But the way that he's he jumps up and just floats and everything like that, that kind of smooth technique is something anybody could do if you thought about it, like you're not going to do it as good, but just the basics of like hop around here, go slower here, ride your momentum into the corner and then get on the gas at a different point. Instead of burying the bike in the corner and then dumping the clutch like you have since you were on 85s, it's unbelievable. So the part where they go by the junkyard dog dog house, make the left and then come back downhill before they make the immediate right and then go back towards Buckley berm. So all the left rights there, it's all getting whooped out and chopped out. Second 450 moto, it's hot. I'm over it. Like, I'm tired of shooting. I've shot everything (laughs) I want to shoot. So I just sat down on the ground and then watching the track. 
he hit a breaking bump and like tripled two breaking bumps into the outside line of the corner with all momentum. It's not like he really like gassed it and hit it hard and then just found this perfect little setup berm in the, in the turn and then just ripped around that. And he was the only guy that did it because everybody else came after him and just bang, 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 just chopped right into the breaking bumps and just got kicked around everywhere. And it's like 10 seconds earlier, man, if you just saw him do it, you would all think about doing it that way too. And then even Davey Coombs is standing a hundred feet away from me. And Davey saw the same thing and came up to me two laps later. And he's like, did you see Jet do that? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's unbelievable. To, to see some of that stuff sometimes, the start, first 450 moto start where he knifes the front end. Mm-hmm. It looks like AP is going to slam him. And then he rides a wheelie over the motorsport whole shot line, lands that ski jump long into the rollers, and then passes Chase before they're into the second turn. When he went by me, I'm like, oh, dude, Chase is going to lead the first lap. He's got it. He's got 10, 15 feet on him. It's on. And then he's passing him seven seconds later. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, it, it, it really is unbelievable. And I've had a bunch of people come up to me that are like, what is it like to see the races? People that are at first practice, like, is it going to be boring today? And I'm like, no, dude, it's not, because you're going to get to see this kid ride. Your eyes are going okay. to be glued to him. The whole it's, it's tight. Well, hearing that... It's, it's awesome. Hearing that makes me have a gripe, because watching it on TV every week, like we get this picture painted like, will will someone be able to challenge Jet? Like, will they get up to him? But if they just said like, hey, let's, like what you guys are saying, like, hey, let's let's watch what this kid's doing. Like, just... Which, and I think too, so like they, they emphasize that in the, in the, the race day, um, feed, like on yeah. the second practice, they really, they, they really yeah. showed that last lap, which I forgot who it was. I think March Banks sort of got in his way at the end there because I mean, dude, yeah. he was just going so much faster. I mean, he gave yeah. him like a freaking 10 second gap, <laughs> but it's like he caught up so much because he was carrying so much momentum. And, and I think a lot of that. You know, I mean, granted, he is an amazing dirt bike rider. The way that he's able to dissect the track, jump these rollers, land exactly where he wants to with his feet off, like, you know, sitting down in the turn, like feet off the peg, like no dabbing, nothing, just momentum going forward. That's all great. But watching him ride versus Sexton, like, I'm I'm going to gripe a little bit about Sexton's bike. I understand he likes the BFR shock. Like, I understand, like that that honda is a bit rigid um like towards the middle of the bike we, we all know this like and he had his issues with it but sexton is such a bigger guy his bike looks so soft yeah. so soft i mean it may not feel that way don't get me wrong it may not feel that way but it just looks like he can't like at a track like that and with how rough it is it doesn't look like he can carry the momentum he needs to to compete with jet it just looked like he was fighting the bike so much harder than Jet. It looked like he was exerting so much more energy than Jet. It looked like anytime he landed off of a like a single or like a like a roller or anything, it's like his pegs hit the ground and it just like killed his momentum every time. To where Jets, it looked like it just stayed up in the stroke and then it was driving itself forward. Like Jets, I feel like it what it looks like is Chase's bike is set up more for comfort instead of performance. And it looks like Jet's bike or wait, did I say no, Sexton's bike looks like it's set up more for comfort versus Jet's bike looking like it's set up more for performance. Right. Is what I'm saying. Like yep. and it in the last two weeks they did change Jet's bike. They had to have because it looks completely different. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, his bike looked a little bit more stink bugged. 
Uh, Anton, I wish I was at the races. I would have went and talked to freaking Lars or somebody myself because I want to figure out what they did, whether it be a linkage or the cut subframe or if they just made the fork stiffer. But Jet's bike looks a little bit more level than it was a couple weeks ago prior to Redbud because I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the weight in the rear a little bit more for some of the sandier tracks that are coming ahead. Maybe we'll see them go back to that for a track maybe like Unadilla. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, with some sand rollers at, uh, at Redbud, sand this weekend, Millville coming up, I think they're going to stick with what, you know, Jet's bike is right now. Hmm. Do you sort of see that, Anton, where, like, like Sexton's bike, it just, it just looks like he's fighting it yeah. the whole time. And so, it looks soft. So what you said last week about even just how the engine sound and stuff like that, I made it a point to listen when they went by uh, in the second moto just to hear what it was or see what they were doing. And yeah, there's there's a noticeable tone difference on where maybe it's that header power. Pipe. Maybe it's the pipe or the, a different insert or something. But something is different. It could be just even the gear that they're riding in. Even if if Hunter or Jet is in one different gear and it's making the whole chassis react a different way. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. because of the RPMs he's riding it in, where everybody else is still right at balls to the wall and get it going or something like that. But okay, even like Dylan, when Dylan would, did his championship in 21, and you watched the lines that he would take, and it was just like this full, real Euro style that we don't typically see over here, That and, and it was opposite of a lot of it. Even Jets is so different to that, where there were times that I saw Dylan hitting marks, and I'm like, how is nobody else seeing these smooth lines that he's finding? And then Jets found even different lines that yeah. Dylan's not finding now. And it's just that little stuff, like, Again, we say it all the time. If you can go to the races, do go to the races because you do need to see the stuff in person that you're never going to see on TV. But, uh, man, just some of the just the little things that happen from here to there. And he never looks rattled. Like, he, he just doesn't look phased at all. Now, he was smoked at after that 452nd moto. Like, he was cooked at that. But uh, he never let it on. Even when he pulled his helmet off and showed how, you know, cooked he was, that was a surprise to the people on TV. Like, oh man, like he is mortal. They are going to take it out of him. It is tough. <laughs> and which is which is crazy to me because like Sexton, Sexton was supposedly had mono. You know, right? So here's the thing that everybody said to me this weekend in the 450 class, and I believe it, and it's just going to keep going on. Everybody is at a deficit at this point in time, minus Jet. AP's had that crash during the off weekend. So he's still coming back from being like 75% and his bike issues and all of that. Uh, Jason's coming back from two months off the bike. Adam's working through what he's working through. And now the heat exhaustion issue, that's going to take more out of him this week. Dylan's coming off the concussion and then relearning this 450 that nobody knows a lot about. Uh, even Nicoletti said it. You can work so hard during the week to try to build your stamina and your fitness up and do the work that you know you have to do to build yourself up, but then you come into the races and you're already tired. Yeah. So everybody's finding that balance now of like, well, how hard can I work before I've already burned into my reserves going into the weekend? And especially when we're at the hard races that are coming up, Southwick's super gnarly. Spring Creek's going to be pretty good weather, but it is still heavy sand. It does still just take a toll on you. Even coming down Mount Martin, when you hit that second part, Ray, you know how hard are the G-forces as you're going 50 miles an hour hitting those braking bumps, and then you want to make that right turn at the end of it. It's going to oh, beat yeah, the hell out terrible. of you. Yeah, piece of hell. You know, Washougal, you're going to get destroyed by the roost, and then, okay, great, you have 
two weeks off, but then you're really going to have to work in those two weeks to hit the last three nationals, mm -hmm. which is Unadilla, which is super technical, Bud's Creek, which is a sauna, and then Ironman, which could go either way. It could be a full got, mud race. It could be 110 degrees. Yeah. It could be 80 degrees. I got heated you know, so, Bud's one time. At Bud's? Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. So, so many people are working off of like, oh, man, I'm already behind. I have to work to catch up. I'm coming into the races either underprepared because I'm, I can't do the work or I did too much work and I'm tired now. And one guy doesn't have to really worry about that right now. Take, yeah. take well, my that. thing was just like, it's like um, seeing Jet so tired. Like not tired, but just hot. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like pour water on me, pour water on me. Like that was tough for him, right? But Sexton, it seemed like he was working twice as hard. Yeah. And he pulled off the track, and he's he he still had his goggles on. He's just yeah. he was just pissed. Mm -hmm. He was just pissed that pissed. he got beat, right? Like, but he didn't look. I mean, he was hot, obviously, but he didn't look as smoked as Jet did. No, he didn't. Yeah, You're which right. which is weird to me that that he took some time off. I mean, maybe there was a crash, maybe there was a concussion, but there were, there was some rumors there around that there was some, some mono going on, right? Oh yeah. no, and no, that's, what Lars Lars said, right? on, that's what Lars said. That's what Lars said. Yeah, no. Yeah. He definitely, I think he definitely did have the mono thing. I mean, mm -hmm. when you run it as far as you got, as they did all year for Supercross and your body's on the limit, you're going to get prone to catching something. Um, but I, I had heard, too, that he just wanted a month off at one point in time. And the change that's coming up and the and all the work that's going to have to get done to get acclimated to the new bike before 24 starts, he's got to get that month, month off somewhere. And if you just did yeah, a Supercross sure. championship, take it now. You know? I guess so, you're right, yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad point. He's not going to get, like, there isn't going to be no break between the last super motocross race that he does on his Honda and then next yep. year. It's He's got a lot of work to do this offseason. Not that it's bad work, but he's got a lot. You're not going to be able to sneak two or three weeks off in that break. Do yeah. you agree with the, the change that he's making? Yeah. I mean, okay. We're going to have to talk about the Cooper thing at length towards the end, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But then, like, for Chase, it's pretty obvious that, like, Honda loves him. He loves Honda and everything like that. But that, that team really is going to become Hunter and Jet's team. Yeah. And with Chance that's there and Joe that's going to come there, too, you know, that is a that's their crew now. And not saying that they're pushing Chase out, but... Dude, KTM needs a guy. KTM would definitely take care of him. Who wouldn't want to work with like that brand and just become the next in this legacy of great riders that have ridden for that brand? You know, so of course he's gonna go do that. But uh, from everything I've heard, I like that he's held his ground and been like, no, I want to do this instead. Yep. Uh, the training thing, depending on where he goes, is gonna be the biggest thing. Because when he said earlier in Supercross uh, that how big he is, and some people don't like that. I think he kind of has to stay that big, yeah. Because if he starts losing weight, it's it's well, you're going to change your whole outlook at 22 years old, dude. He's a big, you guy. know, when you're ripped, he's fucking shredded. Yeah, there's not an ounce of fat on him. He's just mm -hmm. like big. That's part of part of what I was going to say about him not looking so smoked is maybe that's just that's his reserve. That's just this, yeah, that this yeah. gnarly base that he has built up over the past couple of years. That is his reserve. Yeah, exactly. But that's, that's, sometimes that's what you need. But I think as far as his changes for next year. I think we can't really judge the bike side yet because if the rumors are true and they're really going to have a new a new chassis out for <coughs> 24 and a half, like who knows who knows what that that bike's going to be like? Like maybe that bike is going to be perfect for Chase. We, so, we just don't okay. know yet. As Do you think he rode it in that off this. that off month? Do I don't think, think they have the bike yet. Do you think he rode AKTM in the month that he had off? 
I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but then if it's going to change that much, why would you even ride something to yeah. develop a sense of like what it's going to be? This is where I was thinking now, too, as we've talked about with these other teams in the last few weeks, trying to figure out new motorcycles and stuff like that. Does KTM make it a point for part of this introductory phase? Ride a stock bike. Let's learn this thing together. Let's figure it out here instead of just being like 48 millimeter fork legs and here's the triple clamps. Like, you know, I, I don't know what they do, but it, for him to switch, because this is a big switch to go from an aluminum frame to a steel frame and all of this other stuff, um, he's got a lot of stuff to figure out from October to January. Yeah. So do we see him on a KTM for SMX? No, I don't think so. No, he's, th- his Honda contract runs through uh, the end of September. I oh, think gotcha. there's a chance we even see him on a Honda for for designations. Motocross the nations, yeah. if he does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. no, yeah. he, uh, yeah, the you'll see him on the Honda for the rest of the AMA stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like a whole we like even going to the coupe thing. Like this is a whole different outlook on all of the contract stuff because everything goes so late now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had talked to Myrtle a little bit about it at that that press conference we had at the beginning of the season. I mean, hell, I think that was last fall mm-hmm. where they announced all this stuff. And even Lucas said, like, it, everyone's contract is going to have to be different from this point on, mm-hmm. kind of suiting their what's going to happen in their year, right? So it's just, I it, there's I think there's no more set date we can look forward to. Like, hey, October 1st, we're going to start seeing press releases. I just... So different now. E- even when they changed the date, though, mm-hmm. when they moved those two races and they took the breakaway, um, that helped out a lot because a lot of contracts were going to expire technically, and there yeah. was a little bit of concern from the legal departments of how do you extend a contract that's been signed for three years another two months, you know, two yeah. weeks, whatever. Um, th- yeah, this thing is going to get interesting for the next re-up, and okay, this has been an interesting thing to follow all year because we knew... Eli's decision is he is he going to keep going or not? That was the first variable, and then was Honda going to do the first rider refusal thing to keep Chase, or is he going to leave? That was the next puzzle piece to go. Now Cooper leaving early, and even KTM saying that he's going on to another program, pretty much. That's the next puzzle piece in play. Like, there's a lot of things that are going on, and and some of these deals, like who knows how long they're going to be for. If, you know, because how long do some of these guys want to keep racing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you think Coop's going to sign it? One year or two year? I would think two. Yeah. Because two. here's the other... Here's I would where, say two because uh, I, I think he, he just bought a house. In mm. See, that's what I was going to say. Mm. This is where... I know everybody's like, oh my God, is he going to get on the bike? And is he going to race this summer and this, this, and this? Dude, that's minor compared to the life change move that he's going to have to make up to Tallahassee after you've done five years in Claremont and your wife and your kid and you got to sell a house now to buy another bitchin' house. (laughs) They got a lot going on just to get to the race stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, just pack up the family and move again. Like, you know, like, (laughs) again, yeah, like, do it again. It's crazy, man. I, I can't even because, imagine. Dude, I've been at Kenny Bell's for four years. I can't imagine moving all the shit out of fucking that my house. You dude, know what think I mean? about Craig like last last year or the past five years. How many times that poor guy moved? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Ugh. Yeah. You know, okay. So then on the Cooper thing, because like this, this is uh, surprising that it happened mid season, but I mean, great relationship, two championships. 
shit ton of wins, a lot of podiums, all that stuff. But, I mean, if you really look back at all five years of it, a lot of highs and lows where they both had to, like, figure each other out, make sacrifices, uh, were a little demanding to the other one. Like, you really do see how much they expected out of each other, and then when one group didn't do what the other did that they thought they should do, they let it kind of be known. You know, Cooper changing programs, complaining about the bike, then doing midweek suspension tests in between those Atlanta Supercrosses when we were on a residency. There was a lot of stuff that always happened back and forth where they were pushing each other to the limit, and sometimes it was great and sometimes it wasn't. And that's just the relationship of, like, the the competitive level of some of these factory teams, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Yeah. And, and too, like, you hear about, like, relationships with teams going super, super smooth, right, for years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how long has Adam been on a Kawasaki? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, granted, mm-hmm. his career, it's been a great one, but maybe it could have been a little bit better. But, I mean, it, like I said, like, and then you think, like, Coop, he's on this KTM, and it's just like you hear about everything. You hear about like, oh, he moved here because he he wasn't getting along, or you know, he was over at Alden's, and then, you know, he he's not getting along with the bike, and they're making changes and all this stuff. Like it's just like, there comes a point in time to where it's like, hey man, like maybe it's it worked for a little bit, but it's time for a change. It was getting toxic. Yeah. 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 You're talking about a guy 12 months ago that was like, yeah, I'm gonna retire if I have to keep doing this. Yeah. Yep. Totally. You know, like, yeah. are you surprised that 12 months later he's making a massive change back to a program that? loved him to death when he was there stacking up 250 wins for him like and has been proven to work really really well and well, it's all your friends that ride there yeah and like go back to rv like i mean he's done he's done interviews to where it was like hey like maybe if i would have moved away from cowie i would have prolonged my career a little bit mm-hmm. or a few more years you know maybe if i had done you know what eli did and moved to yamaha sooner or, or something like that like maybe i would you know raced three more years you know so it's just it's a new way of thinking for a lot of those top riders too a lot of them are looking at it as that a a career extension Mm -hmm. and like hey what if oh what if like maybe maybe i will be better on this yeah and and coop he had a big offer on the table for world supercross so maybe like he can maybe he can do that now you know maybe he can show up as a wild card or yeah i am interested to see that yeah if it's a supercross only or not you know what? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. But then, because um, dude, they could totally make it to where Cooper shows up. You know what I mean? Straight like up. Cooper could hit those last couple races. What he's only missed one race. He could easily get back into this thing. And to see the Cooper Kenny dogfight rivalry go down like that all over the world, dude, that'd be badass. But I don't think it happens because of all that they have to make happen for next year. It'd be tight if it did. But I think like at this point, it's just too far out of the question. There's a lot of time that it could. You know, you could make it happen if you really wanted to, but then you're going to be taken away from your prep for next year. But no, but if you think about it, it could help, right? Because like, hey, he gets on the bike, he starts riding Supercross, he does these races, and that only helps him create a better base with the bike. I think that's why he lines up SMX on it, though. You know what I'm saying? He gets some races under his belt, and then that way, like, SMX comes along, and he's ready to fight. Like, he's ready to go. Yeah, but there's... There's no race between now and SMX. It's a yeah. World Supercross race. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, like you know that. what I mean? That's after that. And I mean that he look. You're right, Ari. That could work. You know, especially if they do three races to kind of shake the base setting down, and then you put some stuff in a crate, and uh, even the gas. Like if you can make sure that the World Supercross people get your gas, yeah, you can make it happen. But I don't know. That that could be a lot going forward. Do you guys think it'd he- be good for him? 
Do you think he's riding it this week? Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. I can't wait to see, dude. Hmm. I mean, he's been eyeing up the Yamahas for a hot minute. I feel like <laughs> he's drooling in the show. Mm. That's on the set. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but man, like, I mean, I mean, props to him. You know, like, I mean, I mean, I guess props to both parties for seeing, like, hey, this isn't working out. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I guess we can get back to Southwick on the 450 class. We we sort of took a, a dive there, but but yeah, I mean, Masterpool, dude, again, dude, right? No, pff, Butron. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Masterpool first moto. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, everybody that keeps saying to get Masterpool all this stuff, they just need to make sure that kid's got pistons and rings in that bike. Like, yeah, leave it stock, man. Just like make yeah. sure it's he working. Gets the allowance, it's working. Let Don't it mess work. It up. Yeah, yeah, give him like double or triple Cowie contingency and just <laughs> let him go. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's already got he's got a sports clips deal. Like, just let him go. <laughs> and and I don't know what HBI is. What is that? I it's think a, it's like a, some exotic cars or something. I don't know. There's an RC car company. Really? That's named that. That's but, HPI. Oh, it is HPI. HPI. You're right. Yes. So I don't know. Huh. I was on a Instagram and I seen some like exotic cars. I don't know what it was. It might have been RC cars. Are they from Texas? I have no idea. Huh. I just looked it up because I didn't know what it was. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, but man, I mean, a lot of these guys are riding good. I mean. Sucks, Phil. He freaking crashed the second moto um, over by Buckley Berm. He was upside down. Did you guys watch his video? Like, he was, like, so delusional and everything. Mm-mm. He fell back. I didn't watch it, no. Oh, yeah. He concussed then? Or no? No, no. I think he was just hot. Oh, geez. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so AC, second moto, I guess he was, uh, I guess he got super hot, and he had, he went straight to the, the Alpine Star deal, and he mentioned on his Instagram that he, he just passed out. That's gnarly, dude. That's not something that that goes away in a couple of days either. Like Mm-mm. that's gonna... what is what was. I wonder what that Al- A- Asterix rig was like. <laughs> Alpine Star, sorry, just Jeez. Alpine Star rig was like. I bet there was ten people in there, <laughs> just, just IV and a line. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Man, it's crazy. Um, let's see. Freddie had a good day. Uh, Harlan, Harlan, I think crashed first moto, but he came back to ninth second moto, which was good. Um, a lot of the Euro guys, uh, that Van Burkle guy who does the, yeah. the beach races, he rode good. Did he end up racing in Canada? Yeah, he did. He then did? He raced. Oh, my God. Right, he did two 30-minute motos, and he was top 20 both motos. Goes up to Canada, like a seven-hour drive. Oh, my God. He, like, top fives both motos, I guess. And I, I guess he's staying in Canada to race next weekend as well. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that on the review pod this morning. For the, the Honda team, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, that gopher, yeah? gopher team. Yeah. That's sick. That's awesome. Man. That's super rad. Yeah. I had that goal guy in uh, in fantasy, and then I get a screenshot of his Instagram of him just dead next <laughs> to the Alpine Star rig, like <laughs> and, like with, with ice all over him, like uh, <laughs> no clothes on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Poor guy, man. Anton, did we lose any uh, media members this week? Because I heard we lost a couple last week. Oh, we did lose a couple last week. Talking boy said he he had like a heat stroke last week or something. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> he said he fainted while he was uh, inter- he's interviewing like, oh, Anderson. I was interviewing AP <laughs> or Anderson, and he's like, "I got lightheaded." I do remember that. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, he flew. He fell out, dude. <laughs> uh no, 
the okay, the worst is though is when you get to the end of the day and then you got to walk that big ass hill out of the track back to the pits cuz like it, you can see it on TV and it's steep and uh yeah, you're just like god damn it. Anton, at least you'll wear shorts, but like there's some photographers I mean like Garth. I mean dude, he's head to toe like he's in a hoodie. He's got a hoodie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in a hoodie yeah. like everything. Like he he doesn't show Air any skin. And long pants. But he'll like he's trying to protect them tattoos. Yeah. He'll like yeah, yeah. freeze those things the night before or something though. Dude. Just cold yeah. all day. Damn, yeah. I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. <sighs> Could not do it. But I, uh like I that one that really was pretty hot. You know, from from the rip on Friday. It was it was warm and it never really did cool down. Even when the rain happened in those second motos, that was a nice cool down, but then I mean it just got hot again. I'm bummed I missed out on Chris Canning on fantasy, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scored some good points. How'd you let that one slip through, dude? I don't know. Like he, he had a six handicap. I'm like, ah, eh, like I didn't think there was. But much I, room. I just went higher handicap guys. I did too. And then I ended up. It just, it just <laughs> didn't go good. Probably did not pay off. Right. No. Okay. Is he so okay? back to like, what's that? Prebula. Any word on him? Did he crash? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I saw, I saw him. I mean, yeah. I saw him riding and everything like that, but I didn't know anything went wrong. I don't play fantasy, so I don't know the whole saga don't. that everybody like don't do rides it. highs and lows. I'm just cheering for everybody. There's, there's, I've like, experienced uh, no highs, just all lows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, what was you gonna say about the? What was it? Someone drop off or something? I thought he, I thought you were gonna say it something, Anton, before we mentioned Prebula. I don't know. I probably. I, I probably was. Just... Who were we talking about before Prebula? Canning, Canning, Canning. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. For all the locals that are there, that that is completely unique to Southwick, and like everybody talks about it all the time. But it is such a cool vibe that there are so many dudes from there that just rip, and all the locals know them. Like Jimmy D's pit area, all day Saturday was just a madhouse of people riding by and like cheering for him and just screaming the Ripa at him and all that. <laughs> and like, it really is only like that at that race. There's other people like there's other rounds that have good local showings or, you know, people from like three or four hours that'll go there. But man, the Southwick, like overall vibe, they, they love those dudes. Even Chris Canning made like another $1,500 from a Memorial foundation. That's there for his being the top Northeast rider there this weekend. That's, that's awesome. Sick. Yeah, I'm surprised like that Satili guy didn't show up or Robbie Marshall. Marshall. Well, some of the guys are get like some of the guys that we've remembered for the last ten or fifteen years ripping there are getting older and now they're <laughs> racing like Loretta. Loretta's. Like Robbie Marshall races Loretta's and That's hauls sick. ass. Yeah. Robbie Marshall. So sick. Yeah. Robbie seeing, Marshall. Okay, seeing Dowdy, seeing Doug Henry, um The junkyard dog. Seeing Keith Johnson, like seeing them do the track work when I was walking around on Friday is so cool uh, because, again, other than like the Martin Brothers running South or yeah. Spring Creek, there's no other track that has these icons in the sport looking after it that way. Like, you know, I've watched yeah. Junkyard Dog run one of his big dozers and then jump off to move a big rock out of there by <laughs> hand and then get back in and then make the rollers again. And that's just so cool that they, they take it that uh, personal. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. Do we see it? what? Yeah, they were uh, okay. So since they didn't get a lot of rain before, he was in there like making, oh, making bumps. Are, yeah, yeah, making bumps. I oh, that. I'd have been oh so sick. I'd have been so pissed. You'd have been like throwing stuff at him, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Knock it off. I'd have been cutting the dozer lines just like hydraulic <laughs> lines. Yeah. Him. Do we oh, think? Wait, is that track any fun? Oh, it's the it's like, the yes, it's it's the funnest track on the series. It looks really? like okay, all the ruts I, I and all that so. other stuff aside. 
that looks like if you could just go ride it on a local day would just be yeah, the best. That's true. Even that finish line is a big double. Like down, I'm good on the big downhill double. That thing looks gnarly <laughs> on a pro day. But man, that place just looks like it'd be a blast to, to yeah. ride. Even if it is super demanding, it looks fun. I'm sure you guys have seen like my track at home in Tennessee. Yeah, you know, I, or my old track. You know, my my buddy. Brent Brush bought it, um, and his little kid Tate, you know, rides on it every day now, kind of like I did. It's crazy, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I grew up in that sand pit, you know, and I, I've ridden sand ever since I was like on sixty-five. So like, I I like it. I like that race and WW. I know they're like the two hottest, WW's most mi- miserable races ever. But for me, the tracks, you know, the sandy base. It's something that like I just I've always liked, and those are my personal two favorites of the of the series. We should road trip to WW now that you're road, retired. I'm down. I like that track, and we should go up to MX207. I want to ride that track so really? bad. It looks sick. Yeah, I mean, I for some reason, man, I just I enjoy it. Like, there's no real no sand tracks out here on the West Coast. I mean, yeah, we have Nuevo, but that's not the <laughs> same, right? Like, it's I don't know. I don't like Nuevo, but no one has ripped that in a while. <laughs> no, they wrote it the other day. No, ripped it. Like, oh no, no one's no one's tilling Nuevo. No, no. But uh, but yeah, man, Southwick Southwick is it's a fun track. If you if you can get a flow, I mean, if you're riding like Jet, it's probably the funnest track ever. But <laughs> if you can get a flow and just rip some of those burns, it's the best feeling ever. Do we see Amart and a Dozer this weekend? Yeah, that's gonna be sick. <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in charge of prepping the track. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just uh, picturing him like in a power wheels dozer. Is it? Is it supposed to be good? Yeah, it's supposed to be in like the low to mid 80s, like not a lot of humidity or anything like that. Like Ooh. I think the high high is like 84. All right, so Pierce Bowen's coming back. Um, I think Henry Miller's in for this weekend, which will be a good fantasy pick because he's from Minnesota. Um, let's see who else. Um, Isn't Jerry from? Jerry, Jerry's going to be. Yep. Jerry's a local. He's going to be good. And I think uh, some of these World Supercross guys, man, they're coming back. I know like um, Colt, is, uh, Bogle, some of these Colt's guys. Colt's coming back? Yeah. He is? I don't, I don't know when. I don't know when, but he is riding some outdoors, and I think he's going to maybe show up, maybe Washougal. Yeah, do, he's trying some to of get the a bike. Yeah, he's, yeah. So some of these World Supercross guys are going to make it back to the to the series. I mean, obviously, Grant Harlan, he only missed one race. So. Chisholm's in. Chisholm's in, Do always. we see Kenny line up? Yes, we do see Kenny line up, I believe. That'd be cool. I don't know which ones. What do you, which ones do you think? I think he, he'll show up to like Shugle. Buds, Iron Man. I think Shugel. And Unadilla. I don't know if he shows up to Shugel. No? Mm. Mm. But I, I would say like more of the East Coast tracks, I think he it's suitable for him. All right. What do you think, Anton? Yeah, Buds, Unadilla, Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, props to the guys like Grant and Chisholm and Morans that went from riding, you know, a soft slick kind of wet looking world supercross track to southwick seven days <laughs> yeah. Later. yeah after flying across the country or across the planet like respect was uh, moran's yeah. on a honda this week no he's on, no, he's on a ktm he's back the on new ktm okay. yeah yeah oh he so got, got a new one yeah oh. oh dang let's go all right all right yeah. well so anything else guys uh, what do you think of shimoda's kit the blue mm-hmm. i like the blue yeah. i think i think Whoever laid out these guys' gear for the weekend is terrible. I mean, you had some of the star guys in black gear. You had the Fox guys in black and and blue and blue. Dark like, blue. give them some light gear. Yeah, for for this stuff, man. I think like, they were kind of expecting rain. 
a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's, it's gear. They get new gear every weekend. What yeah, are you? Yeah, they're yeah. just gonna get I pissed went, that you wear white. I well, I went to <laughs> I went to Fox last week and I got to see the whole like everyone's gear mm-hmm. for the next couple of races. Yeah, and I think from like this weekend on is all twenty four stuff. It's pretty sick. O'Neill has some 24 stuff coming out. It's going to be sick. You like that? I did see the teaser. Oh, on another note, I did... uh, Yeah, life update. Life update. (laughs) Uh, I don't know when I'm going to start yet because obviously like um, I want to take some time, you know, with just me and my fiance and uh, and I have my bachelor bachelor party coming up. So I'm probably going to wait till after that, but I got a job. (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited man so uh so yeah it's going good you know life update coming to a dealership near you yeah any dealership guys you don't run o'neill uh and you want to hit me up (laughs) hey ray i know a rider that you could uh flow put on the flow gram if that's capable for you he's pretty good he's been making nationals Ooh. Mm. who is it uh brett greenley he's from back here okay um yeah, he needs some he needs some threads. Okay, all right. <laughs> RDX two point twos. Yeah, R- does he need some boots? I pff, we got him. <laughs> we got him for the boots. But no, uh, no, yeah, I'm excited. We uh, Chase and I we went riding this weekend instead yeah. of uh, instead of going to Southwick. Uh, I ended up going to Paula on Sunday. Similar, See, he asked different. me he asked me if I wanted to go. No, it wasn't you. It was Dahmer asked me if yeah. I wanted to go to Paris on Saturday. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and then he texts me um, Saturday morning. And I'm like, it's too soon, man. The motivation ain't there. Like, yeah. I don't want to go ride. But Sunday, I had absolutely nothing to do. I woke up and I'm like, all right. All right, I'm going to go you to Paula. Yeah, it was good. You know, A-Ray, I was thinking about it yesterday. The prospect of a beer with Dahmer peer pressured you into retirement. I love it. No, I did. It did. <laughs> yeah, like thinking about like Rodrigo's. You know, after a podcast, yeah. you know, and, and just getting hammered on a Monday after after yeah. we do the Monday morning podcast, like just margaritas. going there and getting margaritas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just having a beer with the boys. That's We yeah. did forget beer yesterday, though. We did sucked. forget beer, and we were very, very bummed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were about to ask this guy with the freaking, the he had his hat with the bill flipped forward. Like oh, up, Benny. Up. Yeah, Benny. He looked just like <laughs> Benny. Tazi. <laughs> and, like, we are going to ask him if he had any beers. <laughs> and we we're gonna we we're gonna grub hub some like some beers like to the track, but we were thinking like we're in the middle of nowhere, we're in the yeah. middle of Indian reservation. Yeah. But, uh, well, you're not really in your vet life career yet. You're just a week into it. This is your first trip. You oh, know? I know. And yeah. Chase Chase isn't 25 plus yet, so he's not there mm-hmm. yet. I can't. I can't get burnout. I can't get burnout too quick. Yeah. Well, oh no, it starts now, dude. Yeah, it starts now. You we'll gotta, start perfecting. You still got to ride the highs and lows. Like three years from now, you need to put on a bunch of beer drinking weight, mm-hmm. and then you got to burn it off, and then you got to come back from it. Like, yeah, get ready for the joys of life. Anton, it's... you should have seen him yesterday, Anton. He he, so he went out maybe his second motor or whatever, and I I'm out there just filming iPhone clips for the vlog, and he's like just cruising, like being a weekend warrior, hitting the jumps, and then all of a sudden I see like another local pro. And A race just he comes around next lap just elbows down just oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just chasing the guy down and then he passes him and he pulls off. I was like, oh, there we go. A <laughs> race gonna be the first alternate in the post sport class. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, is there any like any way I could just sign up for Loretta's without <laughs> going to an area or a regional? 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> in the BC class. Dude, I'm not showing up in 25 plus. I'm sandbagging my way into Loretta's. Well, fucking BC class is just as fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Holy cow. Race but, Mammoth, dude. Sign up. I'm going. You can stay with me. Don't you have to qualify for that, too? No, you can sign up. No. Oh, yeah. They'll take your money. Myron will take your money. Yeah. yeah. Just hit up Myron. All right. I'll hit him up. They'll add a 43rd gate. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Just start behind I'll, Yeah, I'll start back row. <laughs> that should. That, I should, huh? When you it? should. I'm going. I'm going to I'm gonna book Airbnb today. When is it? Uh, We're going to go the 30th through the 3rd. 30th August through the 3rd of September. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, all right, I might never know, but uh, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much yeah. I mean, dude, it's crazy. Anton's going to the races. Anton's working and everything. Chase is going to Morgan Wallen. I'm probably gonna go to Mexico this weekend. Swap is in Hawaii. Are you going to Morgan Wallen, Chase? Yeah, that's where Megan went Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Is he all good now, Morgan? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been playing a couple weeks now. He okay. sounds fine. Yeah. Yeah, is that what it was? His voice? His voice, yeah. I think it was. Some of those. Or mono, maybe. Maybe he had mono. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right. Well, is that is that it? I think that's it, yeah. Millville. Should we go predictions yeah. or no? Ooh, yeah. Uh, Jet. Jet. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, hmm. RJ. Ooh, RJ Joe. Ooh. Oh, so it's going to be like a flip-flop, like one-two? I'm gonna say Jay Coop wins the first moto and Deegan wins the second moto. Okay. Star star. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'll say uh RJ first. And Deegs second. Yeah. 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 All right. Not bad. Not bad. I, I can't wait to see how these points break down these next few weeks, man. I really it's, can't. It's it's, it's tight. On. It's t- I mean, like, I know Hunter probably didn't want his bike to blow up, but I mean, now that everybody's looking at the points, they're like, hell yeah, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> sucks for Hunter for sure. But I mean, it's it's given us uh, a little revival. A, yeah, yeah, given us a hell of a show, you know. You it, know, and like, it is so out of the ordinary. Like, you know, oh my gosh, when was the last time this happened? But I mean. It's it does. I I was I think back to like oh one. That's like the first year that I really really got into moto and like the Mike Brown, Grant Langston, Travis Pastrana one twenty five national championship and like GL's dislocating his shoulder, Travis is crashing out of stuff. Mike Brown's just soldiering away. Like that's the kind of stuff that makes the outdoors so cool, especially in the small board class because those bikes are just tuned to the hilt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's uh, the these young Porcel dudes that are trying to his learn shoulder it. out the last round. Uh huh. Like. Yeah. And you know what pisses yeah. me off? Say if Hunter and Jet win the championship, mm-hmm. neither one of them are going to pick a fucking single digit number. That yeah, that's triggers true. me. Yeah. Deegan's for sure picking eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he yeah. wins, he's picking eight. Do you think he picks 38? I bet he picks 38. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I bet he gets 38. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would be true. so pissed off. I'd be so pissed off. Like, it's tradition. If you uh, win an outdoor championship, pick a fucking single-digit number. Yeah, they should force them. Pick a single-digit number. Ferrandis didn't do it. No. Like, dude. Yeah, but there was like not a lot of numbers for him to get at that time. Yeah, he only had a couple options. He had was, and then, yeah, Zacco didn't fucking do it either. He had to choose to pick. He had a choice to pick eight. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Pisses me off. There's so many up for grabs now. 
Yeah, there are. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six. No. No, not six. Oh, no. no. Six, sorry. J-Mart's coming back. He is? Okay. Yep. I meant to ask about that, too. Not this year. Not this year. Well, but yeah. He'll yeah. be back, they said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. What do you stand and, on, I mean, Anton? Should you pick a... I'm going to run a poll on Instagram. <laughs> or on, on Twitter. I'm going to run a poll. Uh, it, I mean, I understand. I don't know, dude. Like, if I understand. Like, if you make that you really don't want, yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to just be number like whatever, just to be number whatever. Uh, you know, I call bullshit. I want a single digit number that I think it fucking shows. I think how eight looks big horrible on a bike. Just fucking put your balls on, dude. Yeah, you show up to an outdoor national or a supercross with a single digit number. It's like putting your balls on your crossbar. What single? Di- you should pick a single digit now. I already did. He did one. Yeah, number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm either going to be number one or X. (laughs) A Ray's getting ready to have that same kit that you got on your bike. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. (laughs) Size seven font. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, man. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. All right. Thanks, guys. Shout out to everybody that's at the races, dude. dude. Shout Uh, out. A Ray, you know it. You know it, but so many people come up and talk to us. But uh, so in the back, back, uh, property of Southwick, there's like a scoring tower, and then there was a there was a sign over whatever was there, and then the sign fell down, and there was a Transworld logo that was there, oh, wow. and so I had to keep seeing that all day Saturday, and I was like, well, shit, that's okay. Like I remember <laughs> it, that's cool. Yeah, I need to talk to like Keith Johnson or you know Dowdy and get the SWAT Moto Live logo over that if we can. But um, like Avery, you you know how many people come up to you and talk to you in the pits that you know, love you for racing, but how much they respect, like what we do for the content mm-hmm. and how much I get stopped every week. I really, uh, appreciate that. Dude, it's, it's cool to see how many people amazing. stop us at the races. Yeah, it's, it, amazing. it's nice dude, because you know, it, it's weird because we still have to explain like where's trans world at, but it's yeah. cool to see how much this thing takes off sometimes. Like I've even seen some like growth that we've had in just our content shares through other places. And I'm like, dude, that's cool. I, I, you know, that it's cool to see that so many people are catching on. Yeah, and it's amazing to me too for everyone who who's came up to me like congrats on a career and and you know like everything that you know just that I've done and and all of that too like you know between like us with the podcast you know the content like you said that we create and everything and then and then everyone like I said just everyone who's just taking the time out of their day to just stop and say thank you for what you do and and everything that you've done it means a lot man like I never thought that I would ever be right here where I am right now. And I think it's pretty cool. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you yeah. guys. We're yeah. living. The I dream. don't know what they're thanking us for because yeah, like we're living the dream. Like yeah. uh, for real, it's thank you to you guys for making that possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, we will see you next week and yeah, stay tuned uh, to swap more live this week for all the content and all that later guys. <laughs>